Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Nobody Knows What We're Doing. I am excited to bring you this interview with Matt Vaccaro of the app Aroma. It was awesome to get to sit down with him and really pick his brains on the origin of Aroma as well as what makes him tick as a designer. I think this episode is a really, really great episode, and in large, it is due to the fact that Matt is an incredibly charismatic and smart guy. There's a lot to learn here, and I hope that you enjoy it. So uh, I will see you on the other side. Like I am, so do you? Do you stream or do you? Oh, I wish. Mm -hmm. I for the like since I was like thirteen, I wanted to do like video game like playthroughs and all of that. Like that was something that was really big. Like uh, when COD Four came out, like I was that kid. I was that kid like all day COD Four till I die. You know, Um, and so I got. I was really, 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 really into games, and I wanted to. I wanted to be a streamer Mm -hmm. really bad, Uh, and then finally like. It was one of those things where it's just like, I always felt like it was too dorky, but I always looked at everybody like, oh, they do it so cool, but if I did it, it's dumb, you know? So, <laughs> so it was one of those things where it's just like, I can get my head wrapped around, like, I don't know, like, everybody else does it, it's cool, but if I do it, you know, mm-hmm. it's the same reason I don't dance, right? Everybody else is dancing, it's like, oh, I can do that, but if I do it, it, lo- it doesn't look okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So, yeah, so when it comes to, like, streaming, like, even someone who's, like, terrible at video games still, like, can sh- can be an amazing streamer, you, which I've well, heard that's supposed to be your niche. Okay, I was about to say, before you said amazing streamer, that was actually, that's my, uh, that's my gimmick, is I'm so bad at video games. Like, my, the tagline, <laughs> the tagline for the tap stream is, come all ye incompetent, because if you've ever, like, felt, un- oh if you've ever felt like you're not good at games... Watch me and you'll be fine. And I, I can testify to this because I was streaming Fortnite the other day. And I, are you familiar with that game? Yes. And somebody was watching me and they were like, you know, I used to be really worried about this game, but you make it look like, okay, like I think I could do better. <laughs> how, does that, how does that feel? Is that just like an encouraging thing or is that like... Like, yeah, God, like, like, are you encouraged by that? Like you make someone feel good or are you discouraged by that? I'm encouraged by it because it's like, it's like that every man thing. I, I like to think <laughs> I may be the Bruce Willis of video gaming, maybe. But uh, yeah, with that, let's go ahead and jump into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of No One Knows What We're Doing. This is a podcast that explores people who follow their creative passions and ask them to walk us through moments of unsureness in their endeavors. Today, I am joined by a new friend who I have the honor of meeting for the first time on this podcast, the lead developer of a new app called Aroma, Matt Vaccaro. Oh, thank you. How's it going? Uh, good. My title is don't don't say developer because people are gonna think that I know how to code. I don't know how to code. Oh no, I got it wrong already. Okay. I'm so it's okay. What is it? Uh, so I'm a designer. Designer. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm a UI UX designer, mm-hmm. which means user interface, user experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I architect the the way someone uses an app. I I figure out. Uh, essentially, it's like how an architect blueprints things for the, you know, the the builders to build. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that I do, but for, uh, you know, an app on a phone or something that's on the web or whatever it is. Okay, yeah. Well, today I learned, man. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> with that little uh, education thing, let me go ahead and jump in with a little bit of a hardball question, because if you can answer this one, you can answer all of them. Oh, yeah. Give me all the hard questions. What's been the highlight of your day? <laughs> what has been the highlight of my day? All right. Um, I don't, I don't know if you saw what Chris posted mm-hmm. or I, I know, I'm sure you know where I'm going with this, but, uh, we got interviewed by the examiner. That's awesome. And the newspaper, he, the guy who did the interview 
came in today and was like dropped off like 10 of them was like here you go guys like and we were just all so pumped um and like i can't stress how perfectly written it is Mm -hmm. like it's one of those ones where like i i've read it over like five or six times you know once or twice just to like enjoy it and then after that i was like i wonder if there's any flaws and just kept trying to to find flaws in what he said or how he quoted things and he was just so spot on he understood exactly what we stood for uh what the product is like it was perfect and i felt so good about it i ended up emailing um uh what is it the the ceo of the enterprise uh, not the enterprise the examiner mm-hmm. um and telling him like hey like watch this guy like he's good like there's there's got to be something there you know i was just giving him as much props as i could and uh you know just a great guy his name's uh kyle swearingen mm-hmm. swearingen swearingen i think it's swearingen uh <laughs> but call him kyle <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was definitely the highlight of my day. That was the, one of the coolest things. Like, I don't know. I was sitting there talking to my wife, and I said, "I'm in the newspaper." <laughs> she goes, "Yeah." I go, "It's really cool, right?" <laughs> She's looking at me like, "Yes." I was like, "Are you proud?" <laughs> Just like trying to work up as many brownie points. <laughs> is it so? Is it hanging on your fridge yet? Is it is it framed or? It's it's uh it's on the the desk. On right the desk. Now. Yeah, you- I got home because uh, I read it at the we work in a place called the Hatchery. Mm-hmm. Um, I read it there and then brought it home and got an extra copy and just kind of tucked it in there. I always tuck away anything that's like paper that I think is like air quotes valuable. Mm-hmm. I tuck away because my dog Katie is just like anytime she sees paper, mm-hmm. it's like oh that's a toy. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like uh uh-uh, not this nope 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 you know that and like she's torn up some what was it it was something from like the irs oh no yeah and like when i got to it like you could read like just little pieces of it and it was like you know need to i saw you know before the before and like didn't show the date. i'm just like <laughs> oh my god what is this you know so oh my god it ended, up, it ended up not being something bad it was like one of those things where it was like you know if this happened it was like if fraud or whatever right so it was it wasn't bad worked out could have been bad uh, so yeah, I, I did see that post, man. The, what they wrote was really, really cool. Yeah. And uh, so, why don't you go ahead and describe a little bit of what Aroma is? So, Aroma is a food-focused search engine mm-hmm. um, that is hand curated to uh, spot the local restaurants in Southeast Texas. Mm-hmm. For now, um, we do have aspirations, or at least I, uh, you know, the team has aspirations in Texas yeah. to do that. I have aspirations of the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've. I think it's something that easily could help out um, many, many towns. Yes. You know, uh, for everything from not knowing what your town has to knowing what, you know, other towns has, uh, have. Um, but essentially the way the app works is you search for food instead of restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you say, oh, man, I really, I'm really craving, you know, IHOP, you're not actually craving IHOP. You're craving, like, what IHOP has to offer, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I know there are people who crave environments, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but that's one of those things where it's it's really hard to, like, search out an environment. Like, oh, I want a place that's just like McAllister's. It's like, okay, we'll just go to McAllister's, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can you can search out food, and it's really, really cool uh, because you can do stuff like, uh, you know, like, I want a burger with Gouda cheese um, and, and, you know, this specific beer. And it'll show you every restaurant that has it. You know, that's something that, that's... I think super cool and no one else is doing so yeah it's really useful too and and to kind of highlight what you're saying about how it focuses on local businesses mm-hmm. i know within my community at the tap like i've got people that talk about always supporting their local businesses too so that's incredible and then 
On top of that, I've been keeping up with the Instagram posts, the social media posts on Facebook and Twitter. And in my own hometown, I feel like I'm learning about these local businesses. <laughs> and I've lived here for 27 years. So that's like this whole app and idea is amazing. Like, it's really, really cool. Oh, thank you, dude. Thank you. I, it's it's funny. And it's funny. And I'm super sad sometimes because we have to go out to all the restaurants. Mm-hmm. right? And there's a place in Beaumont. It's on Dallin and like. I want to say Delaware. Yeah. Um, called Betty Jeans. Mm-hmm. Never even heard of it. <laughs> Nor have I. I've passed by there millions of times. I've been here for about five years. I've passed there millions and millions of times. They've been there for like a year and a half now. And we finally, I finally went there and I was like, wow, how long have you, did you guys just open up? They're like, oh no, we've been here. I was like, oh my God. And then we tried their food and it hurt. Like it was so <laughs> good. It was so good. I was sad mm-hmm. because I had felt like, all the times I've gone to IHOP and got French toast, I could have been getting this, mm-hmm. you know? And it was just like, what, what was I doing with my life? You know, I'm very into food. Right. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm very into food as a, as a child. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I like childish food. I like, there's places like Sugars or whatever that's like high end that I can like get into and it's like good. But like, if you're like, Matt, they have this like bacon something. I'm like, let's go. You know, <laughs> they have this burger that has something on it. Let's go. You know, um, but places like that, like, I was like, oh, my God, you know, did you guys know about this? And, you know, there's been a lot of, oh, yeah, of course, like Betty Jeans and, you know, all back and forth. And it's just fun to to find new places. Right. You know, uh, Chris can tell you, like, he's gotten messages on, uh, what is it, like, uh, Facebook or whatever. It's like, hey, I'm really craving Italian. Where can I go? Because <laughs> the app's not out. So they're just, like, going after us because, you know, they think we've been there. Which is funny, and I I, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it's showing how much interest people have in this app. Like that's yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. Um, I do want to circle back to one tangent because I actually do have a funny story that's appropriate because you funny. talked about you talked about how searching for environment. Mm-hmm. I have this story where um, God, maybe four years ago, a friend and I were just out hanging out, and he wanted ribs. That's okay. all he wanted. He wanted ribs. Ribs. Of and so he's like, "Let's just go to Applebee's." Yeah, I know, I know. I didn't partake. It was, it was him. <laughs> this, this gets worse. We go to Applebee's. It's like Friday, maybe nine o'clock. They're doing karaoke. Okay. And okay. That's fine. Okay, karaoke's fun. Yeah. We- <laughs> For whatever reason, there was three, like three to four songs. I can't remember exactly where every song was a sad love song. And I kid you not, there was somebody crying in the corner. And I remember turning to my friend and going. What? And he goes, I just wanted ribs. Like, this is all I wanted. We could have used Aroma then to avoid that Applebee's night. <laughs> it was one of the saddest experiences I've ever had. <laughs> I'm just imagining someone just in the corner, just, oh my god. Yeah, honestly, like, if someone likes Applebee's or or, right. or Chili's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, I cannot stand either of them. Yeah. Um, to me, they're the exact same restaurant. It's just, like, and food with always terrible service like mm-hmm. always and that might just be me i'm just a jerk or something i don't know i, don't, I have no idea but i never like going there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's cool about the app is that it does empower you to learn more about your city and move out yeah. past these things yeah um it, it's it's one of those things that really we can kind of i don't know feel good about eating out because i know there's a lot of uh there's a lot of people who are like, don't eat out, like, you need to cook your own food, like, it's yeah. healthier and all this other stuff, and that is true, and that, that has its own place, and it is cheaper and all that other good stuff, but there's just some sort of warmth of knowing, like, when I go to a Tacos of Bamba, every single dollar I spend there is going to, you know, help the people who work there who, like, need to eat, who, like, live here, 
And I know, like, people who work at McDonald's and whatnot, they live here, too. They have families to feed. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with big corporations. Um, but I just think that, you know, when a McDonald's does well, their area to open up another is the entire world. Like, they can go wherever they want. Yes. But a Tacos of Bamba, you know, if they decided, all right, guys, we need to open up another one, it's going to be right here in Southeast Texas. And that ultimately brings about more jobs, which can help the economy, you know, flourish. So just these little micro purchases, you know, these these little things, after a while can do a lot of good, yeah. you know. Um, and that's not to say that you shouldn't, you know, go to McDonald's. Like, they have great fries. You know, mm-hmm. all these places that are chains, that's fine to go there. It's just don't forget about those little guys, yeah. right? Like, let's even the, the playing field a little bit. Let's get rid of the whole brand recognition. Let's get rid of the stars. Let's get rid of everything and just get into the mindset of let's go on adventure. Let's go try something new. Let's go see what our town has to offer, whether or not, you know, it's Beaumont or Nederland or Port Natchez or wherever it is. And mm-hmm. so that, that's something that's really important to me uh, is the whole wanderlust thing. Yeah. So... Can you walk me through the origin of Aroma? Like, when did this when did this come to fruition? When did this idea, when was it born? So, the idea was born, I want to say roughly two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was... And not to interrupt, but for no, context, you said you moved here five years ago? Yes. So, so okay. I'm from Arizona, um, and the reason I moved here was to marry my wife. Okay. Right? I married her, I, we're going along about four years in November. Right? Congratulations. That's awesome. Oh, thanks, dude. Um... It still feels weird when people do that. Like, I don't know how to react when they're like, congrats on getting married. I'm just like, it's the same thing when someone says happy birthday. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Like, as, I try. As you somebody know? who struggles with uh, attention, birthdays are the worst because it deals with people looking at me and giving me stuff, and oh, yeah. I can't God. handle it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm glad we can relate. Yeah, no, I tell my wife, experiences. Give me experiences. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad about those. Mm-hmm. You know, she took me to the, the big thicket. You know, my birthday was on uh, April 5th, so she took me to the big thicket there. I didn't feel bad about that, you know? <laughs> and then we got home. She's like, I got you these gifts. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> it was this close, you know? It's like, you can't be mad at them for getting you a gift. You right. Know? It's like, oh, it's the worst. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we may actually be terrible people. <laughs> no, but I, I totally get you, man. It's that, about getting gifts for a minute. Uh, it's that feeling of, like, am I reciprocating enough emotion to show that I'm, like, showing my gratitude? Thank you, yes. And I love giving gifts. Yes, It's the yes. horrible part. It's like... <laughs> It's like this mental illness because it's like I hate this, but I do it to other people. Right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I moved, I moved here to marry my wife Bethany, um, and the idea came about came up about two and I, I want to say maybe two and a half years. Okay. Um, and she's the type of person who always goes to bed at ten. Mm-hmm. Right. She just loves going to bed at ten. Not so much anymore, just because life has changed. But right. at the time, it was ten o'clock hit. It was hilarious because she would fall asleep on the couch at 10 o'clock every time. You know, like, it was the weirdest thing. We'd be in the car. I see it's 10 o'clock and look over. She's asleep. It was just this thing. And we were driving home from her parents. And she goes, it's about 930. And she goes, Matt, let's do something. I have all this energy. I don't want to go to bed. Let's do something. And I was like, oh, I need, oh, we got to do something. (laughs) Like, like, this doesn't happen. I need to take uh, advantage. And so I kind of panicked. And I was like, I don't. I don't know what to do. Uh, ask Siri, you know. And if you've ever asked Siri anything, there's like nine times out of ten, you're getting a, I don't know how to respond to that kind of question. And, and so... the other time is just like a corn corny joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like something that's factual. Like if you're, you know, how many miles to the moon or something, you know. Other than that, 
it's not gonna help you. And so she uh, she asks Siri, she's like, Siri, what should we do? And Siri's like, I don't know how to respond, you know? Um, and that was like a, that was like a bummer, took the wind out of our sails. Um, I think we ended up going to IHOP. I don't know. We, we just kind of went back to like our, our normal like go-to things. Um, but right after that, like right after we had asked Siri, it kind of got quiet and she, she smiles and she goes, kind of nudges me and goes, someone should make an app for that. And I was like, <laughs> ah, yeah, wait a minute. Hold on. You know? And so me wanting to like explore this idea, I, I started thinking about it and thinking about it. Um, and our developer, uh, Zebulon Barnett, mm-hmm. Uh, we worked together at the time. Actually, almost all of us worked together at the time. Um, and I walked into work, and uh, I walk up to our other developer, John, and I go, John, do you think it's possible to track people's movement through their bank account? And John looks at me and goes, that's stupid, and goes back, like, and, and just, like, goes on its way. And I'm just like, fine, you know? I'm going <laughs> to go try this on someone else. And I walk up to Zeb, and, like, I'm kind of, like, contemplating, like, Maybe he's going to say it's stupid, too. I, I just ask him, and I go, Zip, do you think it's possible to track people by their bank account? Their, like, their, their, their bank and whatnot? And he goes, Matt, what are you trying to do? You know, like, I piqued his interest. And I was like, <laughs> let me tell you, you know? And we kind of went on a, on a, a walk and talked about this. And, uh, no, that's not something Aroma does. Okay. <laughs> uh, it does not touch the bank account whatsoever at all. There's no banking information. Mm-hmm. The idea I had was I wanted a way for a, uh, an app on your phone to know where you've been mm-hmm. so it doesn't tell you to go there yeah and so i use i thought okay well every place you really go to you use money and you could like pinpoint where someone's been so you'd be like oh they've been to the movies all right let's not send them there you know okay. what i mean so that's what i wanted and, and at the time the app was named voyager and it was for everything it wasn't just for food it was like entertainment and like trails and all kinds of stuff so that you could literally ask the app what should i do and it'd be like boom, you know, go, go do this, you know, and, um, we started talking about it, and we got really jazzed up, like, we were just ready to go, and, uh, you know, I w- he came over to my house, and we just started, like, talking and going through these ideas, and, um, my wife, yet again, like, she, anytime she chimes in, like, our ideas go from, like, zero to a hundred, um, and she goes, we're, we're talking about all the things we want to do, and she goes, no, that's dumb, you guys should just do food. <laughs> And I remember, I remember going, if we just do food, that'll take us like a week. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. such a small thing. And so we didn't understand what we were getting into at all, right? Like, you can ask Chris, you can ask, you know, Daryl, when we are inputting that menu, there's so much information. Right. There's so much, there's so many different kinds of foods. There's so many different ways to prepare foods, you know. Um, like the way our system works is we have like mods and we have normal tags, you know, we have uh, all kinds of stuff that dictate you know what the actual dish is Mm -hmm. so that we can do the best kind of search result right and so realizing it now like even just doing food is a monster yeah like it's huge so thank god for that woman telling me like don't do that that's dumb i love how she's turning out to be the unsung hero 100 (laughs) percent. like it is built on the foundation of my wife of just like no that's dumb like there's tons of the ui uh, that I created for the app that I would go to her and show her and be like, what do you think of this? She'd be like, nah, you shouldn't do that. And the reason it's green is because of her. Mm-hmm. It used to be blue. And she goes, no, everyone does do blue. Do green. It's fresh. You know, it's like all kinds of stuff is from her. Uh, she's even mentioned in the newspaper, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, 
And so it just kind of went from there, and it just spiraled out of control. You know, we it started with uh, Zeb and I, and then we realized really fast, like, photography is very important. And so, you know, at the time, I didn't know many people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I know this guy, Dylan. And it was very serendipitous because, you know, uh, at the time, Dylan was going through a rough patch in his life. And it was like, well, this guy kind of wants to prove himself. So I kind of feel like he's going to have that vigor. Let's go for it, you know. Um, and so that ended up happening. And then we have this very, like, blessed, serendipitous, amazing journey. Mm-hmm. Because all the times Evan and I are talking, because we worked at Capital One. Um, and when we'd go home, we'd work on this, right? Yeah. Uh, like, I, I used to wake up at, like, 5, work for three or four hours, go to work, come home, work for three or four hours, and hang out with the wife. Right? Like, that's, I was, I wanted it bad. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and so, I remember telling Zeb, like, all the time, like, this is a great job, and I I could work here for the rest of my life and probably be fairly happy, but I, I, I want this. Like, I want this so much more. And the more and more and more that I got into it, the more I hated my job because it wasn't this, right? Um, and then finally, just one day, I came up to Zeb, and I was like, I just wish, like, we could just leave and go go for this full force and, and he's like yeah and he's like but just it doesn't make sense right like we can't do that we can't just drop everything you know like we don't have the money for that and i think it was like a month later um one of the it was like the vp of capital one comes in and pretty much sits us down and goes hey so you're all pretty much fired you know you're getting laid off and i was like dang that really sucks and then it finally clicked when she goes but you guys will get severance and it'll be this many weeks. And I was like, you're paying me to leave? Done. <laughs> I'm good. No hard feelings. No problem. You know, and um, for about three days, you know, um, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, well, you know, I could build up my portfolio. I could shoot it out to, you know, maybe uh, Google or Apple or whatever and try for these big jobs and see what happens. Um, if you haven't noticed, I'm a very ambitious little human. So, <laughs> so Google and Apple were like the first ones in my mind. I was like, yeah, I can get that. Those are my fallbacks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll just phone up Mr. Google and yeah. be like, hey. <laughs> I have a story about that Mr. Google thing. Okay, cool. Um, but, but anywho, so it was like three days later, and Bethany yet again goes, no, don't, don't, don't go for another job. Just, just do Aroma. Like, just build it and make money before the money runs out. You know, like, nonchalant. I was like, okay, let's go, you know, let's do it. And I went to Zeb and I was like, hey, what do you think of this idea? You know, and he goes, it's like, yeah, I think I could work. You know what I mean? Like, like we all just kind of jumped on board. Um, John Tyler, we pretty much went to John and we're like, John, you know, you're an awesome dev. We want you bad. We'll give you, you know, this much equity. And he was like, all right. And then the guy who worked there uh, at Sturrock offered him like a crazy good uh, amount. Um, I don't know how much it was. It was up in probably oh wow um i think it was up there i don't know don't quote me on that one crap we're on a podcast (laughs) (laughs) we'll say it's a really large number all right (laughs) we can cut it out (laughs) um but essentially you know he ended up turning it down to do this which to me was like one of those moments where i was like he turned down real money to go for this crazy shenanigans we must be on to something you know like you you're risking quite a bit, which is really cool. And to interject, is this the same guy that when you went up to him with the banging question, like, this is it stupid? It is. I love it, res- it his is. response because he goes, okay. Like, I love this guy as another hero in the story that yes. I'm enjoying. Yes. <laughs> um, he's, he's 
<laughs> yeah, John. John is the. He's our like our dad when it comes down. Like he keeps us so centered. Mm-hmm. Like we'll go off on tangents and be like, it would be so cool to <laughs> you know. And he's all like very like yeah, that's cool, but and kind of like lets us know like that's a great idea and all that good stuff. But we need to you know stay stay where we need to be. You know, um, and like in, I honestly think we all have like a vast amount of weaknesses. But everyone's strengths just overlap so well. Um, but yeah, so we ended up getting John, which is really, really cool. And then Daryl was supposed to go to Plano, yep. right, with Chris. Right. Um, and I was really bummed out. Like, I like Daryl. Daryl's a good guy. And uh, everybody listening to podcasts is Daryl Schneider. Uh, if you don't know who Daryl Schneider is, like, I'll give you a phone number at the end. <laughs> <laughs> everybody go text Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I actually, I know Daryl, this would be the most amazing thing in the world for one day, him to be like, what the fuck? What is all these numbers? <laughs> all right, done. At the end of the pod, if ever, if you guys listen to this, like at some point in time, we'll release his phone number. <laughs> That's how we get everybody. That's how it is. It's like, dang it. Now I have to, have to wait and find this. You know, they, they'd be skimmed through. I like your marketing idea. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> On the next podcast, we'll give away some numbers. <laughs> We're setting a precedent for this. Um, but uh, essentially, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna miss Daryl." And then all of a sudden, he he's like, "He's like, hey Matt, I really need to talk to you." Like this was like probably a few weeks before, you know, we were gonna be done with Capital One. And he goes, "I really need to talk to you." And I was like, "Oh, dude, is everything okay?" Like, you know, like something happened. And he goes, "I want it. I want to drink guys' stuff. Like, I just, I just want to do it with you." And I was like, "I thought you were gonna play now. Like, I thought." He was another one of those guys who would, like, go to the coffee shop with us and, like, hang out and be like, y'all are crazy. This this ain't gonna work, you know? And, and finally, like, he got his head wrapped around it, and he's like, man, I, I drank the Kool-Aid. Like, I see it now. Like, I see that this can go somewhere. I said, okay. He's like, he's like well, I don't know how long I'll be able to work with you because, you know, the whole severance thing and whatnot, and, but I'll, I'll, I'll go as long as I can. I said, okay. And so we set it up, and he was supposed to only work with us for you know, a few months and he's been just banging out. Like that guy has been hustling. It's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then man, randomly we got Chris. I'm not like, I'm not even entirely sure how we got Chris. He's one of those dudes where I, I came over to Daryl's cause we were going to go do data collection and Chris happened to be there. And, um, I was sitting there at the computer talking with, uh, Daryl and I, I, I knew Chris from capital one and we had talked a bit and, you know, um, he's a cool guy, and yeah. I, I think he kind of thought I was maybe a little cool. I don't know. <laughs> I, I still don't think I'm cool at all, so if for anybody else thinks it, it's weird to me. Um, but essentially, Daryl was like, Matt, you should show him, show him what you've, you've done. I was like, okay, you know, whatever, cool, let's do it. And so I go through and I show him everything, right? Um, and he goes, oh, well, you know, you could do this with it. And, like, he, like, goes off on a tangent of, like, all these things. I go, oh, I've already designed all those, too. Right? He's like, oh, my God. Do you know that could do? And I was like, yeah, no, I know I could do. Like, and we were just, like, such, like, in sync mm-hmm. on, on what it was. And, you know, we had, like, a, a good time. And we ended up leaving. And I was talking to Daryl. And I said, you know, Daryl said, uh, you know, what do you think about Chris? Like, you know, I was like, uh, you know... I don't know if we know their photographer. Like, we have Dylan. I think he'll be okay. Um, lo and behold, I didn't realize that Chris is, like, the Swiss army knife of humans. Right? <laughs> That's the like, best description of him. Yeah, it's like, if you need something done, it's like, Chris can handle it. You know, if I went to Chris tomorrow and was like, hey, 
I need you to go, you know, learn this brand new language. I need you to go work, learn hack scale or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have faith in him to go, like, pull an all-nighter and just do it. Right. Like, he's just one of those guys who are just driven. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he can help it. Yeah. It's like, it's, he feel like, he okay, I'm actually, try. I've never told him this. If he's listening... I close your ears. No, no, no. I'm finally revealing it. I made a conscious decision. I will never watch another movie with Chris because he cannot sit still because he's always just like he feels like he needs to be working on something, which is like that's Chris. Like and to set the the stage for people who are listening, Chris designed the logo for the tap. He designed this logo Mm -hmm. on my shirt. He's the reason that I am streaming because he planted the streaming idea in my head because he came up to me. He was like, hey, have you ever heard of the streaming thing? And I was like, eh, streaming. I don't know if I'd be cut out for it. But we'll look into it because at worst we'll be playing games and here we are like into year three. And so, yeah, Chris, Chris, I've always quoted as the uh, the Gandalf to my Bilbo. He's just constantly. Oh, that's just sweet. pushing. <laughs> I like that. But anyway, I just wanted to set the scene. So yeah. I mean, I would never say any of this to his face. Oh, yeah, of course yeah. not. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. He spoiled well, The Walking what? Dead for me. That's another inside oh, joke. Really? <laughs> oh. Ask him about it the next time you see him to say, why did you spoil The Walking Dead for Trey? I plan on doing that, actually. Um, but yeah, we ended up getting Chris, and so the cool thing about Chris is when we said, you know, we were like, oh, this is where we're at, you know, this is where we want to be, he said, okay, and like, got us there. You know, we were at, I think, 200 likes on Facebook. Like, our our social media was not super great, um, and he, what was it, he got, he got us from, I think, 200 likes to 700 likes within a month. Wow. Yeah. No, it was... It wow. was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was I was sitting there going, like, what the heck? How many people are you paying off here? Like, <laughs> what favors are you calling in? Um, and then the last guy we ended up getting is uh, Chris Stearns. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've met Stearns. I have not. Okay. So, he is, um, he works over at, like, Winnie Dodge. He's a really great guy, but he is our, our business director and salesman. He He's one of those guys who could, like, sell you your left leg, right? Like... <laughs> It's it's one of those. He just he's a good salesperson, right? Mm-hmm. And he's not. He's one of those people. You just. It's not like he's a salesperson, like where he's just like knows how to talk. He knows, you know, like like Daryl. We always make fun of because like we say he's a salesperson because he he uses you know stuff like you know stack it high and sell it cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Like those little things. But just Chris just has this like vibe about him where you're just like, I automatically trust you, and I don't know why, mm-hmm. you know. So we ended up grabbing him and. You know, um, because none of us are salespeople, right? Like when it comes down to it, we're all very creative and can do the stuff it takes to make an app. But if we had to sell the app, we would be screwed. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not going to happen. And so we ended up getting him, um, which his story is super duper cool. Uh, We were at the Taste of the Triangle, right? And essentially it was a bunch of introverted kids trying to be extroverts, for like two hours. You just described Twitch. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you just, Jeez. I feel called out right now. <laughs> I feel so called out. No, but it's like, like we have like, mm-hmm. you know, um, our developers are those type of people where it's like, we don't let them talk to people. You know what I mean? But like they had to, it was one of those things where it was like our first event, like we had to go strong. Um, we ended up getting 200 signups, uh, 170, I think signups for our beta that night mm-hmm. uh, in like the span of like three hours which was awesome um but Stearns was one of the guys who came up and he knew Daryl slightly through Chris 
right? So they've all kind of, like, met, but he didn't know much. Like, he knew that, you know, he was high up in Winnie, and he knew he was a salesman. And I think Daryl was essentially trying to get um, Stearns to be like, oh, wow, this is cool, I'll tell all my friends. Because he knew he was, like, well-connected. But Stearns ends up texting him, like, the next day. He said, I couldn't fall asleep, could not stop thinking about Aroma. And he was like, when I see what you guys are doing, I see freedom. And I couldn't, I couldn't really grasp at that at first. I was like, bro, I feel pretty trapped right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, I love what I do. Don't, don't let the, that last statement skew uh, anything. I, I totally love get it, man, yeah. Um, but for him, he goes, he goes, you know, been in the car business for 20, 25 years. Um, you know, I spend 60, 70, 80 hours working there. And, uh, you know, when I see you guys see Freedom, I was like, well, you know, to be honest, like, you know, there's some times where we're doing 60 hours, 60, you know, like, if, if it's time that you want, like, working with us isn't going to, you know, produce more. And he, uh, he explains that his wife, um, who they were, you know, dating for like nine years and they got married, we were married for like three, but she had uh, some things happen. I'm, I'm not sure if it was a stroke or what it was in, in her brain, but essentially she had to have like multiple brain surgeries wow um she's fully recovered now it took her four months to be fully recovered uh she's being published in like science journals or whatever medical journals because it's like the most astounding recovery that they've ever seen that's amazing i don't know how much of that i got correct Mm -hmm. like the dates might be wrong and what happened might be wrong but i know that she's being you know published for being pretty much superhuman yeah, because I mean, like, I mean, to go on a little bit of a tangent. My dad had an aneurysm a couple of years ago, and it kind of the same thing. I think it took him about eight months, but so that's four yeah. months is like yeah. I can't imagine. But that's yeah. Well, it was it wasn't just like she had multiples of them. Like, yeah, she had to do multiple brain surgery, which is insane. I've I've even broken a limb. Um, yeah. So when I think about surgery, I'm just, like I've had teeth removed. That's about as far as it goes. Um, but he told me, he's like, it's not time that I want. It's the ability to be with her when I work. Right. Like, like he's like, I almost lost my best friend. I need to take grasp of what's around me. Like I need to just be with her. And I was like, dude, I understand that. Trust me. Right. Like I have my best friend, you know, she might be at home right now. I don't know where she's at. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We must be good friends. (laughs) It harkens back to those days. I don't know. Were you familiar with AIM? And the away messages, the instant messenger aim. And they used to have a thing where they would set like a little away message that would say, it's such and such time. Do you know where your best friend is or something like that? Oh, is that is that was that before like AOL? No, it was with AOL. AOL instant messenger. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I Did I just that. date myself? I actually don't know how old you are. <laughs> how old do you think I am? I would put you at 24. Not like 23. Hey, look that at that. Good. So, okay, my age is showing. Yes, okay. I used to. I thought, so going into this, I thought you were about Chris's age. I thought Chris is like 26, 27. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you're about that, 26, 27? 27. Okay, great. So, yeah. Yes. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just by your appearance, I would have thought you were my age. So I was just trying to, I was guessing just because I knew that uh, he had mentioned stuff like you guys, I think maybe grew up together or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, we went to high school together, but we yeah. actually didn't meet until like the last couple weeks of uh, senior year. Really? And uh, okay, I don't want to take the spotlight, but I didn't want to tell the story because it's amazing. No, go ahead. Um, I was dating this girl at the time, okay. and we were reminiscing about our high school career, and I we were just talking about regrets, and out of nowhere, I just go, "You know what I regret?" And she goes, "What?" And I go, "I regret that I never met Chris Roach." And she stopped and she looked at me and she goes, "He literally just said the same thing about you today." <laughs> In, in math class 
And I was like, oh. And so she exchanged our numbers. And that's how Chris Rose and I became friends. That is literally one of the cutest stories. I I can't top it with this cute story, but I do have another cute story. Go for it. So uh, the team likes to have lunch together Mm -hmm. often. We used to get lunch every Monday together. And one day, just, I don't know why, but it was like, I forget the reasons, but it was like me and Daryl and his girlfriend, Ashlyn, were all together. And then Zeb and John were together and we're like, hey, do you guys want to go Buffalo Wild Wings and food? Like, yeah, we'll meet you there. And so, um, you know, we ended up getting there first, I think. I'm not even sure at this point. Um, And we sat down and Daryl orders and Daryl says, he's like, oh, can I get this appetizer? I forget what it was. Uh, And I go, Daryl, I don't know you like those. And he goes, oh, no, no, they're not for me. They're for John, right? It's his favorite appetizer. Well, we were sat in one area. They were sat in another. So we both were there. And we kept texting each other. Like, they, we would text them be like, where, where are you at? Right? And we never got response back because they were waiting for us to walk in. Finally, I just, like, lean over. And I'm like, Daryl, they're here. <laughs> and he's like, what the hell? We walk over. We're like, what the heck? And John goes, what's taking you so long? I ordered your favorite appetizer and it's getting cold. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's so cute. That is adorable. I love yeah. that. Yeah, they're actually, like, honestly, if they did not, well, if he didn't have a wife and he had a girlfriend that he loved, they would get together, dude. They would be the <laughs> cutest couple of all time. Like, I, that would be John and Daryl. Just that'd be a cute couple. That's what I love about this story is that I think on y'all's website, it says the app is made with love. And it starts with you and your wife having that conversation about what to do. There was the love there. And then <laughs> the love between Daryl and John. And and then the the uh, Chris Stern and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's this. I love this. This yeah. is really cool. Well, so um, another interesting thing is our developer, Zeb, um, is getting married uh, to a woman named Hannah Richardson, which is my wife's sister. Wow. Yeah, and so when we got started with this whole thing, um, it was like maybe two years ago or something like that. When we just got started, I was like, hey, Hannah, there's this guy I want you to meet. His name's Zeb. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he'd be perfect for you. And she's like, all right, show me a picture. And I showed him a picture, and she goes, eh. <laughs> like, I'll pass. And I was like, all right, but he's like a really good guy. Like, it's it's one really crappy picture. And it was a picture from like years ago, too. Mm-hmm. And she just assumed, like, that's what he looks like right now in current time. And I was like, no, no, that's not it. And so time went on, and she ended up dating another guy who was just, like, really terrible. And I was like, you know, I waited till, till she was she was out of, like, the, the rebound zone and right. whatnot. I was like, Hannah, I'm telling you, just go on a date with this guy who's a really good guy, right? She's like, ah, I'm just, I, I just want to be single till after college, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm done with nursing school. Okay, Hannah, right? And um, I had never said anything to Zeb at this point, right? Because for me, I was like, I'm pretty sure as soon as Zeb saw her, he'd be like, done, let's go. You know? <laughs> so I was trying to get the, the difficult side to work. Um, and finally, I was like, seriously, like, you know, um, date him. Go after him, something. Just like meet the guy, get coffee, whatever it is. And she still said no. And I was like, all right. So when Zeb was coming over... I I made sure I was like, hey, don't like we was going to come over earlier. I was like, no, 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 just wait. Like, I can't don't come over now. Right. Don't come over now. Come over in like a few hours. So, OK. So I knew Hannah was coming over. Right. I was like, I'm just going to make it happen. And uh, this was on the, the day of the Super Bowl. And uh, the Zeb comes over and Hannah comes over and she sees him. And she goes, oh, hi, gets all shy um, and goes into the bedroom with my wife and like goes and watch Game of Thrones. What? We watch another movie. 
And then finally I'm like, all right, I know how to make this work. And I open the door and I go, hey, we're gonna go get food. Are you guys hungry? You wanna go get some food with us? And Bethany's like, oh yeah, let's go get food. And Hannah's like, crap. Like I have to like now be in contact with these other humans, you know? And she ended up meeting him there and they fell in love. Right, uh, and it was funny because me and Dylan, the, de- uh, the the photographer, we made a bet. Which Dylan, you still owe me dinner. <laughs> we made a bet. I said to him, within six months, they will be engaged, and within one year, they will be married. He said, "Bet, let's go." Right, and uh, the bet was uh, he wasn't saying that they wouldn't. He was saying it would la- be much longer. Right, right? so right, beyond right. six months and beyond a year, mm-hmm. it was like three what was it it was like after three or four months they weren't like engaged but they were already planning their wedding like might as well have been engaged and they're getting married in may which is before the year i think it's before the the year mark from that bet but anywho i won the bet that's Uh, amazing yeah so i'm I'm fairly happy about that one um so matchmaker of people and food this idea was born for you yeah so essentially the next app coming out is going to find people soulmates (laughs) (laughs) It involves me getting you into an awkward situation. <laughs> now it was it was a, it was a really cool thing. Um, so every every bit of our team is like really deeply connected somehow. You know, John and Daryl went to school with Zeb for a long time. Um, you know, Chris Stearns knows Chris Roach, who's like best well really good friends with um, what's it called uh, Daryl and whatnot. So like everybody kind of like intermingles. I'm the one little like outlier that just kind of like i don't know any of them like i it was just like i came from arizona and met them through capital one that was it you're the nick fury of this avengers team (laughs) you're 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 incredibly important (laughs) i love that can we name the podcast that (laughs) yes the the, we have an avenger on it'll be great with the infinity war coming out in a couple weeks too The marketing schemes on this is just—it's just next level. I know, I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's a—it's uh, really cool to see how everything just really wove together yeah. very nicely, very nicely. Um, yeah. So that yeah, that's really really cool. Um, so two more questions before we move on to a different section. Um, I, the the logo for Aroma mm-hmm. is Moon Tent. A moon tent. Okay, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's not a moon tent. It's called the moon tent. Okay, the moon tent. I I wanted to ask a little bit of the meaning because, like you said, it's it's a, a tent with circles underneath it. And yeah. Yeah. Well, how did that come into existence? <laughs> okay, so let me preface this with I don't try to be pretentious, but this may sound pretentious, right? So everybody listening. That's the name of my autobiography. <laughs> I don't mean to be pretentious, but <laughs> no. Um, it would go a little something like this. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted. I looked at a lot of other logos and brands, and was just like, everyone seemed to be copying each other and trying. You know, like you have um, Facebook made the the letter. They do the lowercase f, so people you know do like lowercase t and lowercase this, and it's like, well, I don't want it to be a letter. Like, you know, I didn't want it to be super obvious at the same time, and I kind of liked. You know, the idea that we have is that everyone has a different palette, right? Everyone has their own perception, right? That's the same reason we don't have reviews um, or stars in our our app is because no one can rate food. Like, you can't. Right. Because to me, a really shitty cheeseburger sounds really good. To other people, you know, like, I could say I love Jay Wilson's and you'd be like, no, Jay Wilson's is trash. Neither of us are right. It's just that happens to be my perception and taste. 
And so when it came to the logo, I really was going for something that allowed someone to look at it and almost kind of choose what they wanted to see, you know? And so when I made it, it was supposed to be, air quotes, supposed to be a mountain with the sun behind it, Mm -hmm. right? The idea of wanderlust, to go, right? That's where aroma is both scent, like it's a, I think it's a pleasuring scent is the definition of the word aroma, but also has Rome in there, um, which we wanted it, it's to adventure, to go. Like we're not static, we are meant to move. Um, And so I had that, and then Zeb goes, oh, it kind of looks like two roads, and like the there's kind of like the, the sun setting or something like that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, you could see that. And, you know, my wife goes, it looks like a moon with a tent. <laughs> Which now everybody goes, is that a moon with a tent? <laughs> I don't know why everybody thinks it's the moon. Mm-hmm. No one thinks it's the sun, and it just boggles me. Um, but it was. It started out as that, and, um, you know, it ended up being like, oh, it also looks like an A, and there's just all these things where it's like, it wasn't supposed to look like that, but when someone says, oh, is it supposed to look like that? I'd be like, yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> you, you see it. Um, but then the the three dots was uh, another thing that I wanted to do. So the three dots have three different colors, which is green, blue, and yellow, right, which are brand colors. So when I was taught brand like how to brand they were very big on like you know you got to be color balanced and the shapes got to have balance and all this other stuff and there's a there's a lady who uh commented to dylan that they're like do you know your logo is color imbalanced and dylan goes i don't know what that means lady (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about and he comes and tells me that and i laugh and i go yes i did that on purpose right like i wanted it to be imbalanced um because it is unbalanced like i like that that the idea of like it almost having flaws, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the colors represent, so the green uh, is supposed to represent, you know, some sort of success, right? It's the growth that we want to see within our, our restaurant community, right? The blue was supposed to be uh, to be kind of like pure, right? The, our whole idea is to be transparent, is to be honest, is to um, keep our morals as close to us as we can while going through business, mm-hmm. right? Even though we can, you know, lie, cheat, and steal and make more money that way, we want to keep to the honest sense, right? Um, and the yellow was supposed to be for, you know, bright ferocity. It's supposed to be, like, uh, energy, just, like, we have to hustle. We have to work hard. And I wanted this all to be in there almost for me to have, mm-hmm. right? Now you guys get it, too, because you're hearing it. But it was mostly for, for me to have as well as to use brand colors and to, to too often when in the corporate world when designing you design very safe and i didn't want to do that i wanted to design and have fun i wanted to make a logo that i looked at and i went i like that that's i that I, it pleases me like right. i like this because i know ultimately our logo could be a pile of poop and we do fine you know what i mean like there are logos like like firefox i have no idea what your logo is supposed to be i know it's a fox and i know it's a like a browser it's a great product like their logo could literally have been a turd and it'd still be fine, <laughs> you know? Um, so I wasn't worried about those things. I wasn't worried that, that someone would look at our icon and be like, ah, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Um, so I wanted it to be fun and enjoyable, and that's that's where that kind of came from, and having allowing people to have their own perception, because uh, that's, that's important. So when it comes to designing not only Aroma, but I guess in general with the logo designs, mm-hmm. who would you say is, like, your inspirations or role models? Um, what got so, you into this field, I should say? What got me into this field? Yeah. Um, I got into the field for a very dumb reason. Um, so, essentially, I forget what I was trying to buy. 
I think it was a video game. Um, but this kid Cedric at my school was trying to be uh, a rapper, and uh, he goes, "Matt, mind you, this kid is hella rich, like stupid rich." And he goes, "Matt, I need these. I need business cards and a huge banner. Do you know anyone I could go to to get this done?" And I said, "Me, I can do it." Right? He goes, "Okay, well, how much?" I said, "Uh." I don't know. <laughs> and I went and I kind of like did some research and found out like someone was saying like, oh yeah, you can quote like five, 600 bucks. And I was like, that's insane. I quoted him 200 bucks. And he's like, all right, cool. And I made 200 bucks. And I was like, holy crap. I just designed something, saw it be, you know, made in print and then was like used at a show. Like mine was just blowing up. And so from there I was like, I want to be a brand designer. Now this was at 15, mm -hmm. 16 years old. I'm not sure. Um, I was very young at this time. And um, that's also when I started like my own clothing line. Uh, which I didn't I, know this. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to have my own clothing line. Uh, it's called uh, For the King Clothing. And it was like the most overly religious clothing ever. Like I look at it now and I was like, wow, that's kind of offensive. <laughs> oh, know? no. Uh, no, dude, like I look I look back and I cringe at every mm. bit of my life. Like I am I am Scott's tots cringy. Oh no! Yeah, dude, it's bad. <laughs> um, but yes, if you didn't, if you didn't know, no, I, I know. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like I, just <laughs> enough. Just Scott's tots was enough to like. I immediately just started. Just, ah! <laughs> For my birthday, my par uh, Bethany's parents came over, and I, 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 she goes, Matt, do you want to watch something? I said yes. She goes, Well, what do you want to watch? I said, I want to watch The Office. Okay, well, what episode? And I told her, I was like, I want to watch Scott's tots, and we all have to sit through it. She goes, Matt, no, why? I was like, it's my birthday. And so we I went, want experiences, yeah. damn it. Yeah. And so we watched Scott's Todd's. And her parents had watched, at this point, like maybe four episodes of The Office. <laughs> this was like their fifth one in, and they had never, like, they had no idea what they are getting into. It was hilarious. Because the mom, she's one of those people who cannot handle awkward situations. Mm -hmm. Like, she like sits normal and then by the end of it she was like just like all scrunched up and couldn't handle it you know and her uh her husband was just dying laughing like he's totally fine with it <laughs> like cringe does not affect him anywho uh i'm not sure what i was talking about we went off on a tangent there we did go off on a tangent i love uh, it but I, I was talking about like uh what got you into the field or any yes. like role models or so something. essentially i got into the field just wanting to make like quick easy money right <laughs> which i thought a clothing line was like the fastest way to get rich easy peasy yeah that pro tip number one do not have a clothing line <laughs> it is the hardest thing in the world <laughs> like it is so difficult and that ended up blowing up in my face but i did a ton of like designing for that and all that and uh i got into brand i was like this is really cool um and i ended up doing that for a little bit and then i realized you really can't live off of that. I, I ended up leaving home at about 17, 18 years old and was like, okay, well, I need to get, like, a real job, air quotes. Uh, and I worked at, like, Sports Authority and whatnot. Um, I did construction, which construction was so far one of my favorite jobs. Really? Because at age of 17, 18 years old, which right after I was done doing a, a Olympic weightlifting with uh, Sarah Robles, I went to go do construction, right? And uh, pretty much the guy who I was working with handed me a sledgehammer and said, hey, we need all this gone. And I was like, okay. And he's like, also, we're going to pay, you know, eleven fifty an hour, which to me was like so much money. And I was like, so wait a minute, you're paying me 
to break things with this large hammer that I won't get in trouble with. Okay. And what was supposed to take me the whole day to do, I had done within 45 minutes because I went just slap happy. And he goes, he goes, all right, Matt, this is your first lesson. I said, what do you mean? He goes, you're supposed to take your time. So now you have to go do boring stuff. And he had, I had to like for the next eight hours, sweep up sawdust. Oh God. And the entire time. I'm just like, what, what have I, I thought I was working hard. I thought I was doing good. You You flew Um, too close to the sun on that one. Oh yeah. I turned into Icarus real quick. (laughs) Um, but finally, you know, I ended up moving down here and I had some really, I had some really shitty jobs. Finally, I had one at T-Mobile. I worked at T-Mobile for one week. No, three weeks? Three weeks. And I remember it was Friday, like, afternoon, and I was I was just about ready to get off. And the owner of the store walks in and shakes my hand and goes, Matt, right? I said, yeah. He goes, you're doing such a fantastic job. We really appreciate you being here. You know, your manager has to talk to you. I go, okay. I walk over to the manager. The manager goes, hey, Matt, we have to fire you. And wow. I literally looked at him like, but didn't you just hear him? Like, did no one hear him? Right? And pretty much I got fired. And I, that was the one day that I actually walked to work from my apartment, which was like two miles because uh, my bike broke that day. So mm-hmm. I had to walk. And so the day I get fired, I had to walk back. And I remember calling my wife. It was on Stephanie's birthday, who's her, her little sister. And I go, hey, I got fired. She goes, what did you do? What happened? And I explained it to her. She's like, I don't understand. Neither do I. I don't, I don't know what's going on. And, you know, I walked home and I was like brokenhearted. I was like, I don't know what I did wrong. I, I have no idea. Like, I just couldn't understand it. And I got home, did like so much job hunting. Like I spent the next eight hours just like any job that was open, whether or not it's Walmart, Petco, whatever it was, I went for it. And randomly, I got an email from this place called Odesk at the time, right? It's like now Upworks. And it was this guy named Philip who's like, hey, can you make me a font? I'll pay you, you know, 200 bucks. And I was like, I have no idea how to do that, but yes, I can do that. You know what I mean? And I just went and learned it real quick, made the font. He was super happy. I ended up doing freelance design work on Odesk, right, which is this just online platform for freelancers, and I ended up making, like, enough money to support us, you know, um, but it was, like, a lot of work, like, I remember literally the day before my wedding being up until 1 p.m., 1 a.m., trying to finish a logo, right, just so that we'd get paid, and that would get into my account by the time we got, went to our honeymoon, you know what I mean, so we could, like, be stupid kids, (laughs) and, um, you know, that kept going on. And then finally, the, what is it, um, product manager at Capital One reached out to me and said, can you do UI UX? I, I said, well, yeah. At the time, I had, like, very little knowledge of it, right? Like, I was like, I didn't fully grasp what UI UX really was, you know. And I, I still think there are, there are many many people who I think have been doing it for years and still don't actually understand it too Mm -hmm. much. Um, Wow, that sounded pretentious. No, 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 no. (laughs) Uh, It's just just one of those things where, like, what you're told about it is way different than what it is, right? The pieces that are left out because the design world is so cut off from the, the development world 
and that's cut off from the marketing world, uh, you, I, I firmly believe that I could not do my job without directly having a dev and a marketer there to like be intermingling. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where <clears throat> design's just like, oh, we're the most important or development, oh, we're the most important. So getting to be in the position I was, I got to really see what it's like to, I don't know, see it from their perspective and mm -hmm. then see it from my perspective, which I have now because we have a small, small team. Small right. team. Like, I, normally you have, like, 15 devs, and, you know, when I was in San Francisco, uh, they had, like, 20, 30 designers who would all get together and be like, okay, well, the button should be over here. Now the button should be over here. Now the button should be over here. You know, like, little things that go crazy. Um, but essentially, you know, it was like, hey, like, come, come interview, right? And I thought it was a joke. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? There's no, there's no tech startups here. Like, there's nothing like that that doesn't exist here. And he goes, uh, "Let's meet at Luke's tomorrow. You can meet the team." And I realized it's not a bot. This is a real thing. And I, I stood up and puked. Like I could not handle or process what was just said before me. Mm -hmm. Was, "Hey, we'll pay you to do do what you love." Didn't compute, and so I, I, I puked my guts out. And I like called up my wife, and I was like, "I'm terrified." I didn't even know I wanted this, but now I really, really do, and I'm terrified. And I went and I interviewed, and there were cool people, and I ended up getting the job. Um, and from there, it was one of those things where I was like, I wasn't very good, but one of the – there was a few times where they are like, hey, you either need to step it up because you're barely, you know, making par, or we're just going to let you go. And I'll just, you know, every single time that something like that happens in your life, it's, you know, nut up or shut up. Yeah had to nut up like there was no other option it was like okay i could go hungry homeless and let, you know let my wife you know do this stuff where i could actually like really put my heart in so i ended up going home uh that day and i went and just scoured the internet what is ui what is ux and you know how do i get better at this and what is this and all these tangents um and one of the things this is where it comes into the influences i absolutely love apple mm-hmm I love old Apple, though. Yeah. Much, much more. I think new Apple, you know, if you guys are listening, um, you guys need to work on your stuff. It's not where it used to be. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> Mr. Apple and I, we, uh, we'll text. Yeah. I'll let them yeah. know. Let, let Mr. Apple know. By the way, the whole mis the Mr. Google thing was some lady was arguing with me at the Portis Lounge, and I told her, you know, um, that I, th I said something like, a lot of kids my age get their news from social media. Mm -hmm. And she flipped out. She's like, I am on conference calls with Google all the time. I will call Google up. And I was like, you're just going to call Google up? Really? <laughs> really? All right, call Google. Give me Google's number. Like, what? That's that's the thing that someone says when they're lying. Right. Obviously, like it's like an obvious lie. And so it's just my uh, uncle works at Nintendo. I know more. Like yeah, that kind of yeah. Oh God, <laughs> that brings back memories. Um, but no, like I looked at I looked at Apple, and you know Steve Jobs more like as a, as a human, eh, he's all right. Like like you know everybody makes their mistakes, and you know I don't like want to do that kind of stuff. But the way that he looked at things with this idea of like even if someone's eyes don't see it, yes, it still needs to be perfect, right? Like everything needs to be perfect. There shouldn't be anything half-assed. You need to put all of effort into everything. You know, that's why um, for Aroma, like, our app, we want it to be as polished as possible. Even the stuff that they will never see 
you know, which is um, Naboo, which is our, our graphical interface for our um, database, right? We have Naboo and Endor. All of our products are actually codenamed after Star Wars plants. I was going to say that I is, yeah, that's awesome. So right? We have Endor, Naboo, Camino, and Bespin so far. Our planets. I, everything about this is amazing. <laughs> and it's funny because John, John was like, no, 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 I don't want to do Star Wars planets. I want to name them after wood. He's like, we can have mahogany and oak. And I was like, God, John, are you kidding me? I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I'm more of a Star Wars fan than I am a wood fan. Of course, yeah. You know what I mean? If there's wood fans out there that I offended, I'm sorry, but I think Star Wars is better than wood. Oh, yeah. Personally. Um, but anywho, so we, uh, like like I said, Naboo, even that, you know, it looks pretty polished. It's not as polished as we want to, but it's we're, we're trying to hurry to get all this stuff done, you know, make launch. Um, but our cycles, we've we've completely changed the way that a, a startup supposed to do their cycle, mm-hmm. right? Like normally, it's supposed to be you know get a feature in, get the feature working, go get the feature in, get the feature working, like figure out all the features you can get and just build, 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 build. And the entire way that we do it is we're getting the features up. You know, we get a feature in, and then we take our time to make sure that that feature is completely perfect inside there. It's 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 happy. It's exactly what it wants like like uh zeb like we had the website and it took a second like it literally took one single second for it to load i said that's great he goes no no no, that's way too slow and i looked at him and was like are you serious he's like oh i can get that down in like half a second easy okay yeah sure and so he finally you know got me into this whole idea of like every little micro bit that you can do better mm-hmm We'll add on in a while. Yeah. Like, like after you do that a thousand times, well, that becomes one really, really big thing. And polish is just something that we, we really wanted. Um, but yeah, all of this conversation to say that I got into this uh, to make money and ended up falling in love with it somehow. Mm-hmm. And I really like stuff that like Apple's doing. Apple and Uber. Uber is another really good one that I like to look yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Some good stuff. So... You talked about, I mean, obviously it was a big jump for you as well because you talked about having the severance pay and your wife backing you up with pursuing this dream. But you also had other people like passing up on other offers to come join this as well. Mm-hmm. Is there a particular moment that like comes to mind where you were just kind of like, I'm unsure or I'm making a mistake or there's something, any kind of worry? Or is there any kind of moments like that? So, um, we're about to get really real. I have, I've been diagnosed with depression, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and suicidal thoughts and all that. And I had like a father pass away. So like, for me, like worry is one of those things that's like 24 seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my wife can go to the grocery store. I'm like, is she dead? You know, <laughs> um, which those are one of those things where it's like, I've learned to cope with this. It was when it was just Zeb and I, it was like, oh, it's not too bad. And then when it was, oh yeah, you guys have to figure this out, you know, because it has to be a real job. I sunk like I, I I sunk like a rock I was like oh my god can we do this I don't know I don't know and it wasn't till John gave up his offer that it completely cleared my worry I was like for someone who is so smart and so chill and makes like in my opinion makes really good decisions if he sees that there is promise in this there has to be like that was my I don't know that was that one moment where it was just like like I don't I don't I don't freak out really anymore about anything Mm -hmm. like it was one of those things where it's just like all right I got an all-star team like I don't have to hold this up by myself like 
we got this, you know. Um, and it's really cool because um, I think there's only been one person so far who was like, nah, that's stupid. And, like, a week later, like, they came back. They are like, I'm sorry, that's awesome, <laughs> you know. I mean, because, like, when Chris first described this to me, it was like, yeah, this is really cool. And then he really sat me down and explained, like, the beauty yeah. of it. And I was like, this is incredible. Like, I'm so excited to see where you guys are going with this because it's, like... <laughs> It's amazing. It really is. I mean, all, like Appreciate I said, the, the social media stuff, the the newspaper that you're in. I know you've been in some uh, new on uh, TV as well. Oh, uh, like, I look at I bless the hearts of those uh, guys <laughs> who my my team. They told me they're like Matt, you did so good. I watched that YouTube video. I think I, the reason I can watch Scott's Tots is because. I watched myself on live news and could not handle it. <laughs> I made it 15 seconds in and turned it off. Like, it wasn't just X off from YouTube. It was, I turned my computer off. I was so bewildered <laughs> at how awkward I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's just, I just couldn't handle it. Yeah. You know, it was trying so hard to, you know, I don't know, not mess up, not mess up. You know, you couldn't see behind me. I had my hands behind me, but my fingers were just like, ah, ah, <laughs> just freaking out. And, oh, God. But, yeah. That, and, and I've had two interactions so far, which was really fun, of someone going, oh, I recognize you with those things in your ears. You were on TV. And I was like. That definitely sounds like our small ass town. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's funny because, like, I'm used to, like, I'll go to, um, what's it called? A, uh, like, a, a little bar or something, a little TV bar, like the West, and. I'll get double takes, yeah. right? Like, normally I have one inch in my ear, and for most people, that's like, oh, whoa, okay, you know? And so there's this one guy who didn't double take, he triple taked me, right? And that's one of those things that, like, catches your eye when someone goes, you know what I mean? Like, it's excessive. And then not only that, he looks at his wife, says something, and stands up and beelines to me. And I'm like, did I offend this man? Like, what have, what have I done? And he walks up and goes, he goes, I think I recognize you. Yeah, it's those things in your ears. I saw you on TV. <laughs> and I was like, this is the greatest moment of my entire life. And he came over and he like gave me a hug and then he took a selfie with me. That's awesome. And he was like 50 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, my wife at this time, who had way too much to drink, goes, yeah, he'll post it on Instagram. What's your username? <laughs> I, wait, what if he actually had one? I would, that'd be amazing. No, no, no. He goes, what's an Instagram? I said, <laughs> and I, I don't drink, so I was sober this time. I gave him a pat. I said, all right, have a good one. <laughs> just like, cut it off right there. We're not talking about, I'm not explaining Instagram right now to someone who's semi-drunk and way too old. <laughs> so to, to those out there who are drunk right now and way too old, I'm sorry. <laughs> so take where you are now versus okay. where you were this time last year. What would you say is the biggest difference? Where are we right now? We are April. April. Okay. Um, other than the age thing, let's see. I would say confidence. Confidence? Confidence, by far. By far. Um, John. Okay, so a lot of stories come up with John. Um, he was one of those guys who I came to him and I was like, hey, you know, keep us on the DL, but Zeb and I are doing this. And we gave him the, like, the, the website link and told him to go there. And he came back the next day and goes, you know, I kind of skimmed it at first, and then I read through it, and then I really read through it, and I still don't know what you guys do. <laughs> and, like, my heart just went, just exploded. And I was like, how do you not know what we do? 
did you not read it? And he was like, he's like, you know, it kind of like explained to me, like, it never says what you guys do. And I grabbed Dylan, Dylan and I did the copy this time, which I personally think that Dylan and I write terrible copy, mm-hmm. right? I don't think we're good copywriters, but I thought we did good enough to like convey who we were. Um, and I grabbed Dylan that day and I was like, we're going to Starbucks and we're not leaving Starbucks until we have like the perfect copy. You know, we sat there for like five hours going through it, changed out every last word, everything, brought it back. And John's like, yeah, that's a little better. (laughs) Dang it, John. You know, now we have, you know, people like Chris, who's a freaking wordsmith. And oh, my God, he speaks pretty like he really does. He speaks pretty. That's I like that. Yeah, he's. Everybody who's listening is going to be like, God, that's Chris guy. I got to meet him. <laughs> you know, like, and Chris was that guy. When I met him, Daryl goes, oh, yeah, he used to be in a band. And I, I kind of giggled. I was like, yeah, everybody used to be in a band, you know, like, just like messing around. Like, because most people were like, oh, that's like garage band, didn't get anywhere. And he's like, no, no, no. Chris made music and toured. He was at, you know, Warped Tour and South by So What. And I was like, wait a minute. And I saw a YouTube video of one of Dear You's songs. And I literally walked over to him and I was like, would it be weird if I, like, asked you for your autograph? And he goes, he goes, well, I'm not in that band anymore, and it really wasn't that big, and I'm not that famous. And I was like, okay. okay. Like, I was kind of starstruck. It was weird. So for the record, Chris, if you're listening, you totally shot down a fan. Just yes. putting that out there. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love Chris. Oh. <laughs> he told me today, he was like, uh, he goes, uh, Oh, what did he say? He's like, oh, you have fun with Trey when you're on his podcast. He's he's like definitely my best friend. Aww. And and I go, I'm telling Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he goes, Daryl says Steve's his best friend, so I don't care. <laughs> well, now I feel bad for calling out Chris. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so we're getting to the, the big question that this has all been leading up to. So you've okay. described... You know, where you started, the origin of this idea, all the steps that you have taken, um, and even to the point where like you were offered jobs that you didn't necessarily know how to do, but learned overnight. Yes. And I, this is, there's this, I don't want to say this in a negative way. This is, no, I'll explain go it later. For it. Do you feel like you know what you're doing? Do I feel what I, I know what I'm doing? Now? Yes. 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 Um, now, so I've learned a few things. Mm-hmm. So, one of the few things that I learned uh, is, one, being confident doesn't mean you're a douchebag, mm-hmm. right? So confidence in yourself is a good thing. It's okay to have, not overconfidence. It's, it's You have to have that fine line where you're confident enough to be able to get your stuff done. But when you find those moments where you're unsure, you don't rely on confidence. You rely on the people you surround yourself with, right? And I'm a big proponent. I'm not a proponent of someone saying, like, get rid of the, the negative people in your life and all that other stuff. Um, I truly believe that we're in people's lives. You know, if they're negative to you, like, you can make someone else's life better. It's not always about them making your life better. But I have a wonderful situation where I have amazing humans around me that when my confidence even sinks a little bit, I can rely on them to either help me or, you know, like, it's just being able to have a partner to have your back you know it's wonderful when i'm unsure about some sort of marketing thing or how i'm going to edit the vlog i can go to chris and be like chris like like i don't know how do i do this like what do i do you know he taught me how to color grade he taught me how to do all the editing in final cut um which now all i do is bother him going oh my god this is so much fun it's so much fun <laughs> like, like i love to edit video now it's the the my favorite thing like i'm a 
I'm one of those guys who are vlogging now. Like, I'll go into a fucking, like, Walmart and, like, vlog or whatever. Like, I don't even care anymore. It's just so much fun for me. That's amazing. That's something that I'm trying to build the confidence up. So I, I admire oh, that. Okay, so next vlog, it's going to be Trey's going to hang out with us the entire vlog. I'm excited. That's let's, it. Let's, let's make done. it happen. Trey, it's, it's going to be li- literally vlog number, what is it? I'm already going to do three. So number four is going to be, you know, vlog four featuring, you know, Trey <laughs> Solis. Yes. Yes. Got it. Nailed it. Yes, um, and you've been doing my last name perfectly, so. Fun fact, uh, just to set this up, uh, right before this happened, I called Chris, and I was like, hey, real quick question, how do you pronounce <laughs> Matt's last name? And I said, is it Vaccaro? And he goes, Vaccaro, Vaccaro, it doesn't matter, and we hung up. And then you showed up, and we shook hands, said, nice to meet you, and the very first thing you said is like, how do you pronounce your last name? <laughs> and I'm so glad that we instantly bonded on not knowing how to say our last name. <laughs> so... I don't know if you had the same childhood as I did, mm-hmm. but that was everyone. Like, the the furthest it's... Like, someone's called me Vacamero, mm-hmm. which I don't know where the... They got, like, letters in there somehow. Like, yeah. an M and all of that. Um, I've had, you know, Vaccaro, um, all kinds of stuff. And also, I've been called Hispanic a lot, because everybody thinks, like... Vicarro or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, always, it's always, like, a Mexican name. I'm like, no, no, no. Cowboy is the same in Italian. Like, I'm Italian. It's okay. Like, it's cool if you want to think I'm Mexican. I don't look Mexican. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't look at me and be like, oh, that guy's Hispanic. Like, um, but w- was that your life? Like, did people be like, is it is it Solis? Well, is it like, did like everybody mispronounce it? I'd get that. I'd get Solis, uh, which was always okay, that's fun. that's always awesome. Yeah. Uh, Solis, like a lease. Like, it's just like they, I don't know, the emphasis that they would have on it. it was Solis. Solis. But, uh, yeah, I, I had some 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 mispronunciations on my name before so i totally get it yeah um but to go back to the whole thing of like do i know what i'm doing i would like to think like i think i know what i'm doing for the most part and if i don't i'm happy because i know that the people around me definitely do yeah um we have two, three incredible developers um you know two of which who are like younger one who's older so like you kind of get like a mix of like there's that nice diversity um you know i have chris who's always got my back like he's been with us for two months and i feel like it's went like night and day yeah like with and without chris is just insane um you know we, I, I have dylan like if there's just so many people around us who if i'm like oh man like i don't know how to do this i feel like i have that outlet and i'm confident that if they can't they can point me in the direction of the absolute person who can you know what I mean? Like, it's just the network that has been built is just super cool. And so when it comes to, like, knowing what knowing what to do, if I don't, it's very, very easy for me to get to the point of knowing, mm-hmm. you know. So. I really love that answer. i got to say, you're our first yes, and that was the best answer that I could have asked Thank for. You. And, Thank uh, you. And it's one of those questions that I like asking because <clears throat> my hope is that with this podcast that anybody that's ever had any big idea or, like, creative venture yeah. and they feel like they don't know what to do – you're an example of you can get there. Oh, so yeah, I'm an example. That feels so good. <laughs> I feel so good. Um, if I were to actually give a a single tip to anybody who wants to create something that feels bigger than than themselves or whatever, just you know, if it's an app, if it's a game, whatever it is, I don't have to be building anything. If you want to start vlogging or making music, like the best advice I've ever gotten was just try it like just go for it and keep going for it you know um the first time you do something it may be the worst ever 
but then the next one might not be as worse and the next one might be better like that's the whole that's the whole thing of like humans is just improving and improving and improving um if you look at the first iteration for the aroma app you would be like that is absolute garbage and i'm happy to say that Mm -hmm. You know, we all have our starting points. Like, the same way we look at our childhood and go, oh, my God, I can't believe I made those decisions. We had to make those decisions. Like, it's a whole learning curve. Um, and that's the biggest thing is you might be really good at something or piss poor terrible. It is impossible for you to ever get where you want to go without at least, like, giving it a real try. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's definitely the, oh, I tried it, you know, air quotes. Um, but you have to give it that try of like, I don't care if I fail, I just need to see where I'm at and improve, right? It's the same way of like going to the gym. If, if you're terribly, terribly obese and you want to get to being, you know, a bodybuilder, well, you got to go there and you got to see where you're at. You might not be the best place that you want to be, but you got to move. You got to, you got to, you got to start. Yeah. That's probably the most generic set of advice. No, I, I absolutely love that. So no, that was, that was beautiful. (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah, that about does it, man. So if you want to go ahead and uh, let everybody know where they can find not only you, but Aroma as well. Okay. Uh, so you guys can find me. Wait, street address? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Actually, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so my my social security. <laughs> no, uh, um, the app is actually dropping uh, May 19th. Okay. Which is 38 days. Super soon. Super soon. Don't ask me to do math. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm a designer. <laughs> that's that's a joke. Like that's one of the best cop outs I have uh-huh. is when someone asks me something, and I don't like know it. I get to say that's why I'm a designer. <laughs> and it always works. Like there's never been a sick. Oh my god, it's so it's so funny because like the developers are very intelligent. Mm-hmm. It's it's wonderful having Chris and Dylan because when they get on their tangent of like developer talk, which pretty much sounds like Hebrew. I get to look over at Chris and be like, so Chris, how's it going? You know, like, can we talk? (laughs) There are moments where Chris is like, he's, he's a, I think he knows more about developing than I do. So there's times where they, they dip into like our low level, you know, and Chris is like, see, uh, you know, I'm going to jump in on this, this conversation, try to get up on the big boys. Um, But yeah, anywho, uh, so the app is going to be released May 19th. Uh, We're trying for our beta here, which is supposed to be April 19th. Uh, so anybody who goes to aroma.io, uh, not .com, .io, which is short for Indian Ocean. Didn't know that when we purchased it. Um, but you go there, you can sign up for early access, you get the app uh, a month early. Um, you know, you can get to glue to all your friends and find all the new restaurants. But yeah, you can get early access. Uh, we're having actually a party at the Nature's Brewery, uh, which Trey is hopefully going to be at. When is it? May 19th. Should be there. Should be there. Should be there. Do you drink beer? Uh, Very little, but I mean, it's celebration time. Okay, great. So so Trey will be there drinking a beer. Uh, We're also going to have free ice cream there from Sub-Zero. Sold. Dude, like, legit, Ryan, uh, no, uh, crap, Uh, I know his last name's Scott, Ray Hawk is his name. Scott Hawk is his brother, Uh, but Ray Hawk is the GM of uh, the Sub-Zero over in Beaumont, and he was... What was it? He was like one of the, like the first fifty to sign up for early access, which he signed up and then he signed up his like restaurant, right? Is he signed up like Sub Zero and I was just my brain exploded. I was like, oh my god, this guy's Sub Zero. And I went and talked to him and told him about the thing, and I was like, I was like, hey dude, you know, 
could we get you to like maybe sponsor like go out there you know do some ice cream and whatnot like you don't have to do much just you know just to be there and he's pretty much we went and we did photos for them got them on the app and did a spotlight video and he goes i'll be out there in the entire night like you will have ice cream the entire night amazing for free like not just for free for us to be there but like literally the people partaking in our party will get free ice cream which is mind-blowing right that he did that and he was just super cool about it um and then you have you know chelsea who uh she's the marketer she might as well run the nature's brewery but i i was talking i literally posted on twitter i was like uh you know more places need to serve brunch and she goes oh the nature's brewery does i was like oh are you sure she goes yeah i'm pretty sure i i, I work there <laughs> you know and i got to talking to her and i was like oh you know this is our app like it'd be really cool to you know sit down and talk to you and show you it she goes okay cool um you guys should have your launch party here and i put haha did you mean to type lunch like a lunch party right and i i then i posted the little uh giphy of uh what is it it's uh kevin saying well you can just you know uh take a uh turn it into an a and he's like is lunch party that's better kevin a lunch party and and she just started laughing she's like no, no no i want you guys to launch your app here and my brain can handle that one too right which i don't know i'm still living my brain can handle a lot of these things <laughs> but you know so we got all that set up we have like live music from a guy named walcott super duper talented guitarist we really tried hard i really tried hard to get chris I wanted Chris to do an acoustic set so bad. Just, I was like, dude, like, you could do covers of, like, Paramore if you wanted to or something, or, like, throwback Dear You. It would be the sickest thing. Even if no one showed up, that would be the coolest thing. And I couldn't get him to do it. So that's, oh, man, we we can get a bunch of people just to message Chris. If you, like, do do an acoustic set or something, that would be... I'm going to give you one more inside joke to, to throw at Chris. Oh, yes. yes. Just tell him, tell him now it'll be worth it to learn that Civil War song. And he'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he will forever hate me. Okay. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about Chris. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that. And then if you guys want to follow me on Instagram. Yes. If you want to, it's, uh, it's at Earholes McGee. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Earholes because... You guys can't see me, but I have, like like I said, I have plugs in my ears that are an inch. Not right now, um, but they're usually an inch. Uh, and so I'm not very good with usernames. <laughs> <laughs> but you can follow us on Instagram and, um, what is it, Facebook and Twitter at Aroma App, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we put content up all the, all the time. We goof around. Like, literally, our last vlog, it's, like, the, the caption to it is, oh, is it, um, the team tackles... Uh, what is it? Team tackles planning and finances, and then down below it's uh, what is it? It's pretty much like meeting the Kardashians in Silicon Valley <laughs> at a step kid, and then that's that's it. That's the entire description to that video, and so we're super super goofy. We're not professional, but at the same time we're pretty professional. I don't know. It's a mixture. It's like business casual. It's like someone wearing a tie and a clown suit. <laughs> um, Again, you just described Twitch. I love it. <laughs> So Twitch is a bunch of introverts being extroverts that are clowns wearing ties. ties. I think we nailed it. Someone go home and jump on Photoshop and Photoshop the best like podcast 
like artwork and that's what it's gonna be thank you i absolutely that's love it, it. <laughs> but no seriously thank you man i had a lot of fun thank you for being on dude yes it's been awesome all right i'll see you around everybody bye-bye all right, everybody, don't forget that you can go to Aroma.io to find out more about this app that is launching on May 19th, 2018. I'm really excited to see what's going to be in store for the people over at Aroma, and it's exciting to be able to get this interview at the forefront of their success. So, if you want, you can follow me at the Tapstream on Twitter as well as any other social media platforms. You can also find me at thetapstream.com where I post info about what I'm up to as well as other content related to this podcast. You can also find me on twitch.tv slash thetapstream where I am streaming Monday through Thursday as well as Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So thank you so much for listening and I hope that you enjoyed and don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you.